Welcome to this special Easter Sunday edition of the Equip to Heal podcast. We're up to episode five of series three, and this week we're joined by my friend Candice Mishkin, who is a leader with Love Brave in the States. And it will be great for you to hear a bit of Candice's story, but also how God is using her and working through her and Love Brave in this season in Florida. God bless you this special Resurrection Day. Great. Well, it's uh, lovely to be joined today on the podcast by uh, Candice Mishkin. Candice is a friend of mine currently in Florida uh, who heads up a ministry called Love Brave. Um, Candice has been in uh, ministry for 20 plus years um, and I no doubt she will tell you something of her background that's led her to being there but it, uh, it's great to have you join us today so uh, thanks. Oh Candace. thank you my brother it's so good to be here I'm so excited for our time together and our time with the Lord and our time with all the beautiful listeners that will be joining us. Brilliant. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what Love Brave is all about, what your vision is for it? That would be a yes. great place to start. I sure do. Well, Love Brave, uh, the vision is Love Brave desires to raise up passionate, powerful, vulnerable people who give and call forth love. Right. We want to see a movement of people propelled into action with unconditional, extravagant love for God and all people. And we believe that each person that we encounter every day in our daily lives, wherever we go, wherever, whoever we see, whoever we run into, should feel love recognized, valued, uh, and seen, and, and they should feel exuding from us nothing but acceptance and the love of the Father. Amen. You know, but first we have to receive love, right, in order yeah. to give love. But that's really the vision of, of love, Brave. And, and uh, you know, the scripture over love, Brave, is Ephesians 5, 1 and 2, out of the message. And I'll just read that scripture. Yeah, yeah. It says, watch what God does and then do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from parents. What God does is love you. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. See how Christ loved us. His love isn't cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. Amen. So that's really actually how Love Brave was birthed. Um, we, 
saw the words love and brave. And we realized that we do need to be brave in order to love the unlovable. It's very easy to love like you, Alistair, <laughs> and, and our friends that we know. Yeah. But Jesus loves us while we're yet sinners. Yeah. And he knows, how, you know, what's in us. And I know for me, a, a little bit about my testimony. I was going to say, I can see how this comes out of your personal experience. So, yeah, there's some of that. Yes, it does. 100%. And, you know, uh, my testimony is I was a hardcore drug addict. I was uh, walking the streets. I lied and cheated and stole and, you know, committed adultery and, uh, you know, left, abandoned my children. I was a terrible mother, a terrible daughter. I robbed from my parents. I robbed from my husband. And I was literally homeless walking on the streets. Um, and God met me in that place where I was literally dirty, angry, bitter, nasty, violent, uh, really a, not a nice person, Alistair. I mean, I hated everybody, but it was because I hated myself. Yeah. I, I could not stand myself. I had, I was disgusted with myself. And, you know, I had been to over 10 um, drug and alcohol facilities and none of them worked. And, you know, I, uh, you know, you can listen to my testimony on YouTube or if you just go, you can hear my testimony and you can hear it in full length. And, you know, I would encourage anybody that has um, family members or that is struggling with uh, addiction, alcoholism, to listen to the testimony because the testimony of Jesus, according to Revelation, yeah. is the spirit of prophecy. Mm -hmm. So as you listen to the testimonies about the miraculous saving power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, hope will arise and we can actually grab onto the testimonies in Jesus, of Jesus and take those testimonies and apply them to our own lives and just um, believe in, in the truth and the goodness of God for ourselves and for our loved ones. So God, um, when I cried out to God and I said, God, please help me. He really did. Now that looked like me getting arrested yeah. <laughs> and yeah. ending up in jail, which was okay because I had, it, he actually put me in a safe place. Right. So I always say to family members who whose children or, or get arrested, that's OK, that that's OK, because when you get into jail, there's no place else to look but up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And and in, you know, you and just pray that, you know, they begin to cry out to God. And as I cried out to God, um, you know, Jesus spoke to me in an, in an audible voice. He, he asked me if I would worship him. And I said, yes, because I was tired of worshiping everything else. 
I worshipped drugs. I worshipped alcohol. I worshipped men. I worshipped money. I worshipped the things of this world. And, you know, the Bible says that the works of the flesh bringeth death. Yeah. So, and I knew that well. And when I opened my Bible in, in jail, I, my eyes fell upon uh, Psalm 116, where it said, the cords of death were wrapped around my neck. But I called on the name of the Lord, and he saved me. And if we call on the name of the Lord, he answers and he saves. So I realized that, you know, after that, I ended up going to a long-term discipleship program. And then I ended up running a long-term drug and alcohol facility for almost 15 years. Right. And, you know, you do have to learn to love people to life. And, and what I always say is it's very easy to have a baby, but it's harder to raise a baby. It's very easy to lead people to Christ. It's much harder to parent and raise people into maturity. And you need, we need to learn to love in the face of, um, people reacting according to their old nature until they learn to act and react according to their new nature, the nature of our heavenly father. But we don't know what we don't know, right? So I can't expect behavior from a baby Christians when they don't know. No, And it's so important, I think, the environment that we create for people to grow up in. It's got to be an environment of of love, of joy, of relationships that are going to love me even when I do, you know, do even when I fail, even when I fail. Amen. Because because I'm going to fail. Yeah. I'm going to make mistakes. And, you know, we. Jesus took our punishment on the cross. We, we don't, we, a punishment culture is not the culture of Jesus. When we, when we punish people for their failures, that's not the heart of the father. You know, that's what cults do, right? They disconnect. Mm -hmm. They, they shun you. That's, that's not, that's not the heart of the father. You see his example with the prodigal son. Now, did he chase after them? People have free choice. If they want to turn and walk away, we pray for them to come back. But when they turn, when they repent, when they say they're sorry, when you see, you know, a heart that, that, that wants to change, even when you see a heart that doesn't want to change. <laughs> Jesus loves the sinner. He came for the sick. Yeah. So, so tell me a bit about what you've seen happening in this last, I mean, it's been a crazy year in the UK with yes. COVID. And I know it's been yeah. a crazy year in the States. Uh, you've had your own right. particular versions of craziness over there as well. But 
you know, yeah. and you're in Florida, which is a, which had got its own version of of, of uh, crazy as well. But uh, tell us something of what you've seen in this last year and uh, how God's still working in it all. I'm sure. Well, I know, uh, you know, it, we've got a little bit of crazy going on all over the world. It just looks a little different wherever yeah. we are. Amen. But one thing that we do know is that that God is shifting things. Yeah. And in this shift, I believe, you know, that we've been giving given an, an opportunity. It, you know, scripture talks about, you know, love is large and patient. Love is gentle and kind. It isn't jealous. It doesn't brag. Uh, you know, it doesn't traffic in shame and respect. Um, love isn't irritated or quick to take offense. Um, love is honest and doesn't delight in wrong. We have had, you know, an opportunity to really love like Jesus right. and, and not react to everything that we're seeing you know in the media and there's so much i don't know you know how it is in the uk but in the states we're seeing so much disrespect for one another we're seeing so much fighting uh so much anger so much hatred so much violence and you know as believers as daughters sons and daughters of the king of kings and lord of lords it is real and really an opportunity to shine bright in the midst of this darkness. And in, in Florida, we've had a unique opportunity. I have always loved, um, you know, outreach, street outreach, yeah. um, it, you know, and I've come to believe it's just it's just a Christian life. I, I don't even like to call it outreach anymore. It's just according to, you know, how we believe and love bravely believes is every time we walk out the front door, it is an opportunity to shine and love like Jesus. And with the churches closing, we have been catapulted right. <laughs> into uh, the streets and we have um, you know, beaches and malls are open and we have been seeing, uh, I have never in my 20 years of doing outreach seen people so hungry to receive um, the love of Jesus, whatever that looks like. And Alistair, to tell you, even the young generation Wow. When we are walking along or we're going to the beach or we're in the malls or we're, um, we go to, you know, strips where there's restaurants, we go to the malls, we go to the beaches and you see young people who have not experienced anything like this. You know, the older we get, you know, we, we, we learn that there are situations in life that are challenging. But you have 15, 16, 17 year olds that when we're saying, hey, how are you guys doing today? Are you guys okay? We're just out here. You know, we want to talk to you. We want to, we want to just say hello. And well, we're really, we're really scared. You know, we really don't know. Well, you know, we just want you to know that you're loved 
and that God loves you and that he has a plan and a purpose for you for good and not for evil. And then we just begin to call out the gold in them. We ask God, God, what do you have to say about your son and daughter? It doesn't matter how they're dressed. It doesn't matter if they're dressed. Because, you know, at the beach, sometimes you're in a bathing suit, right? Yeah. But, or, and it doesn't matter if they have tattoos from head to foot. It doesn't matter if they have an alcoholic drink in their hand. It doesn't matter if what they look like we are releasing and they stop in their tracks. And they're so riddled with the fear agenda that has been the global agenda to release fear. And we can say, just receive the his perfect love that casts out fear and you can see the peace of god just drop and they're saying oh we've we don't we don't feel this i've never felt like this i can feel peace i can feel and then what we do is we have a chat that we connect people to Hey, reach out where there's several people on it. And we also, at this point, we're able to have outdoor meetings at parks where we social distance or at the beach. We have our masks on. We do take precaution. We, we, we are not, you know, we do do things in order. And, Good. but we, are, we, we still gather. Yeah with social distancing and we we can pray for each other we can just talk we listen we we just um, meet people where they're at and it was amazing because i do live in florida and you know the last big hurricane that we had i live in an area that has many fruit trees i have mangoes i have avocados i have star fruit and and they're they're public and so i can actually go around and pick them and later in the season the the fruit is so high i can't yeah pardon i was gonna say it sounds like heaven to me because i mean i love mangoes so later in the Yes. Uh, well, you'll have to come visit anytime. <laughs> um, so uh, the later in the season, I can't reach the fruit because the fruit is unattainable. I can't. Yeah. And then the hurricane hit. And I said, I'm going to ride my bike with my basket and see what the fruit trees, see the fruit trees in the neighborhood. And I looked down and all the fruit was laying on the ground and the avocados and the mangoes that were unattainable, that were out of reach. All I had to do now was bend down and pick it up and put it in the basket. And the Lord spoke to me and he says, after storms, during storms, where just like we're having now, where he's shaking everything that can be shaken the harvest is ripe and in it's it's effortless he said this is what you're seeing people are are are, it's ripe for harvest and each and every one of us can love on on the one that he puts before us you don't have to be a preacher 
You don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to be a, a prophet. You don't have to be any of these things. You be who God created you to be. And we release what God has put in each and every one of us to release, to, to change the atmosphere. And it, it doesn't, and you know, I can, I can be having a really bad day and not feeling well and just be under the weather, but I can still tell somebody that Jesus loves them and I can still listen to somebody that's struggling and pray with them and encourage them um, regardless of you know how they're acting and sometimes it does sometimes we do have to be brave because it's I can also tell you about the times that I've been yelled at or right. told to shut up or <laughs> told to go away you you know whatever but that's a Okay, that's okay because you know that's exactly also what happened to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but you're finding many more, many more people responding. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I I cannot. I don't know how to explain the shift that I've seen. Hearts are so open. Uh, they're so open because, you know, we are in a, it, we have been under, an, uh, you know, a devastation. People are yeah. devastated. They've lost their jobs. They've lost all structure, all form of normalcy. But what we try and do is we try and tell people who they are in Christ yeah. We encourage them, reach out to Jesus, to, 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 to ask Jesus if he's real, to, um, it, to cry out to Jesus because he is so faithful and just to answer. We never, um, we never, as we put it, shove the gospel down anybody's throat. We love and we continue to love because it is the love of Christ that bringeth repentance. It is the love of Christ that brings repentance. Yeah. And, and of course, if, yeah. I was going to say, but it sounds like you also give people an experience of the love and the peace of Christ when you pray for them and you prophesy over them almost before you get them to that point at which they might classically repent or invite jesus into their life it's it's um 100 yeah and so uh, some people have trouble with that um but scripture says some plant and some harvest yeah. so there are times when we are scattering seed we are planting seeds of love we're praying for healing we're we're planting seeds now uh, and then Lord, God will send somebody else to harvest, to, to pray a, a prayer, a formal prayer of repentance. Yeah. But, you know, we don't, we never know what goes on in the heart, in, a, in the hearts. We never know, but we do know that his word does not return void and everything that we're doing in his name yeah. to the best of our ability 
is going to bring forth fruit. Right? Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, we've, we've certainly, it's certainly, there's been an openness on the streets in the UK. Um, yes. Uh, because I think for all the reasons you said, you know, everything is being shaken. Um, yes. And there's an openness. And, uh, you know, now is the time, I think, for us to be confident in, yes. in who we are as the children of, yes. the, of God and be like him and love. Yes. And let's see, yes. see what happens. So I, I'm, I'm um, fascinated to hear that you're seeing that uh you're seeing that in florida as well as we're seeing it in reading we oh they there are a bunch of friends from our church particularly last year going out into the town center and they and they renamed there's a there's a famous store in the uk called marks and spencers or mns and everybody calls it yeah. mns and we renamed yeah. it miracles and salvations because there was so many things going on outside of it um, when 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 people talk to people because as you say people are open um, yes like never before people are starving yeah they're, they're hungry they're isolated they're you know we are we are created god the first not good was when it says god you know adam was alone and it was not yeah. good yeah. and it is true according to the word of god that the body of Christ is held together by the ligaments and sinews. Yeah. And that's how we're connected to the head. So we, we need each other. We need community. Ultimately, of course, God is our source and we, we need to be plugged into him. But on the other side, people we are his hands and feet we are the ones releasing his love releasing um even touch and affections and uh you know community and unity and and gathering together which is hard but i do feel you know god has given us we have been having meetings even outside social distancing you know, with tables, we're having coffee together. Sometimes we go out when it gets cold with with mugs of, of coffee and our plastic cups, and we'll sit and have coffee with the homeless people and give them a hot cup of coffee and, and mm -hmm. sup with them and look at them and listen to them and encourage them and try and get them connected to the body because you know when you know i use this analogy often in, in training and, and just teaching and i love it it's if a if a hand is damaged do we or or you know cut do we do we cut that hand completely off and put it in a drawer hmm. with a first aid book and shut the drawer and say, you know, hand, here's your first aid book, you know, because what's the book going to say? The first thing the book's going to say is reconnect the hand of the body. Yeah. Because that's how it's going to get. It's going to get the blood flow from the heart. It's going to get direction from the head. It's going to get the oxygen from the lungs. It's going to get the purification from the, the kidneys. Right. And so, and the liver and the, we 
And I would encourage anybody, even right now listening, if you haven't heard from somebody in a long time, if, if God is laying somebody on your heart, pick up the phone and call them, ask them how they are, uh, see how you can get them reconnected um, for people that are especially feeling um, depressed and isolated and, and discouraged yeah. during this time. Um, reach out. And if you're feeling that way, there's no shame in that. There's no, you know, we all have bad days. I pray for the Lord to give you the courage to, to receive the love that you need today. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And Whoa. pick up the phone and be vulnerable and authentic with, with the, with your friends and, and, and receive the nutrients not only from the Lord, but from the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. It, it, I think it's one of those uh, partial truths that is uh, really unhelpful, where people say, just Jesus and me, I'm okay. And I say, I don't think you are biblically, because Jesus says you're supposed to be part of a family and you're part of a body because um, we need each other. Um, and, That's uh, right. And which is where some of our problems come from, because, you know, <laughs> Jesus is great. My brothers and sisters, well, their, their rough edges will and my rough edges might um, uh, rub up against each other. But that's how we'll learn and become more like Jesus. So um, that's uh, yes. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it is fine. You know, and it's not fine. <laughs> It's, it's one of those things that we, yeah. but we're all learning. And I, I say to people, find your safe people, Yeah. find your safe people. You know, the person that I just prayed with on the street is not a safe person. <laughs> the, the, the safe people are the people that you, that you have around you, that you see fruit in their lives. Yeah. And, and we see that example in Jesus' life. Yeah. He had one that laid his head on his breast. If you're married, that's your spouse. Yeah. And then he had, you know, the two that were very close to him. And then he had the, the disciples that he did life with. And then he had the 70. And then there was the, you know, the outer group. Yeah. But there was that intimate group that he was vulnerable with, that he said, please pray for me come with me to the garden, you know, he, so we can, we can see it very, very clearly with his, his life. Um, and that's who we model after, right? Mm -hmm. So, so we don't do anything alone, Alistair. And it's, and I know it's so difficult now in this time where the enemy is really trying to keep us isolated. Um, we have I feel like as brothers and sisters in Christ, we have to be very intentional about trying in, the, in these difficult times to maintain some form of, don't you feel that way? Uh, I, th I think it's essential. It's essential. And, it is and we've essential. got to be a bit imaginative to find out how it best works for us. Um, yes. In the particular conditions you are, and it might be going for, in the UK, you're allowed to go for a walk with somebody. It's, 
we, we are yes. about to have an easing in the UK of lockdown, but but you can still talk to somebody on the phone. You can go for a walk. You know, there yes. are things you can do. Um, so, and as you say, there's no shame in saying, hey, I need to connect. I need help. But uh, yes, you know, what you yes, that's is very wise. Yes. So it would be great. Candice, time is flying. Would you, yes. would you pray for folks that are listening that they would they would know what it is to love, learn to love without fear, to love brave yes. would be wonderful. Yes, I'd like to pray. I just want to give one little testimony oh, before, yeah, before I pray. Yeah, yeah. I was on the beach and, you know, I was actually just going to set up the tent for the night uh, outreach where right. we play a little music and whatever. Yeah. And right up next to me walked a young man who began to talk to, they were, they were on the streets. Unfortunately, they were homeless. And he said, I had a terrible day night last night. I've, you know, lost everything. I've lost my home. And he goes, I smoked crack for the first time in my life. And he, and he goes, I can't believe I've stooped that low. I always said I would never do hard drugs like that. And I'm like, okay, Lord, <laughs> I need to, you know, and I said, you know, we make mistakes, you know, hi, I'm Candace. And I just want, you know, we make mistakes, but that doesn't mean we are mistakes. Yeah. You know, I said, I, I smoked crack for many years and I asked the Lord to forgive me and, and the Lord forgave me of all my sins and he has made me new. And I am now a new creation in Christ Jesus. And I just gave him a bit of my testimony. And he said, and he was, the Lord was touching him through the words of the testimony. And this was a couple of weeks ago. And he said, uh, and I said, you know, can I, can I pray with you? And he said, I just need a hug right now. And can I have a hug? And I'm thinking, okay, COVID, <laughs> you know, don't hug him, you know, all social distancing. But of course I gave him a hug and I hugged him and I said, I bless you. I, I pray ahead. I bless you with a mother's blessing. He was a younger man. You're a good man. You have a good heart. You know, God has a good plan for you. And he wept and he wept and he wept. And I just, I say this because remember, we are not under the old covenant. We are under the new covenant. Yeah. And Jesus the lepers and did not get leprosy. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he, you know, we, there are times don't, I would encourage you. I say, you know, you do not have a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. So I'm, I'm just going to pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for this time. I thank you for every person that will hear these, these few words, God, these simple words. I pray that, they, that, that everyone that listens would know and feel that they are loved. By you that there's nothing that they can do that can separate them from your love god uh and lord i pray right now during these times that that 
that we would set our minds on things above. We not governed by the things by this world, but that we would remember that the of the increase of your government, there is no end. And that you, Jesus, are still seated on the throne. And you know and you see and you have a good intentions and a good plan and all the good gifts so father for those that have let their sights drop to uh the circumstances of this world i ask right now that they reset their gaze on you on things above father and i ask right now jesus that just even those that need healing in their mind god where their thoughts are racing god father that if if it is not lovely pure and true that they would take those thoughts captive unto the obedience of christ every high and lofty thing that exalts itself above the word of god that those thoughts would be taken captive quickly and cast down and not allowed to take root we come against the assignment of the enemy to kill to steal to destroy and to take captive and we say the plans of the enemy over our brothers and sisters are null and void right now in jesus name and we release and declare the plans of god and father i pray for boldness for boldness right now we release the spirit of might the spirit of might that we would be so bold and that we would that we would as i said in the beginning of the ephesian 5 that we would love like jesus his love was not cautious and that when we feel that that the lord is prompting us even to smile at somebody or offer uh, somebody uh, to sit down into a coffee or to pray for somebody that you see is limping down the street, that we would have a Holy Ghost boldness to open our mouths and release the love of the Father the love of the father. And I just even release the love of the father right now, the peace into homes that are feeling agitation, uh, homes where there is disconnection. We declare connection once again. Father, where there is sickness, we say be healed in Jesus' name. Father, where there is fear, we say that spirit of fear has to go. Thank you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that your scripture says that you put the lonely in families. So, Father, anyone that is feeling alone or orphaned or away from the family, God, we ask that you put people in their path that you just give them uh, this, that same Holy Ghost boldness to reach out and reconnect God. And Father, any, I just want, just want to speak to, uh, to those that may be struggling with addictions right now. Yeah. 
Um, I just even see people that are drinking more than they would have been drinking normally that maybe have turned to prescription drugs um, to sleep better. Um, we just thank you, Lord, that you are the answer. And we come against, yeah, the sources that we're reaching to for peace that are false. Mm. And I, I say, I cancel this, the, the, the plan of the spirit of addiction. Yeah. We cancel these plans right now. And I, I break all addictive patterns right now in Jesus name. And we say this cannot take root. This cannot take root in your life because whom the son has set free is free indeed. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Father, we will seek out your truth. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Uh, yeah. And we just bless all of our brothers and sisters in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you so much, Candice, for joining us. Well, sharing. yes. Yes. You know what? The harvest is ripe. So we just pray. We pray for, for, the, for the harvesters to go out and just be Jesus in this sick and dying world. Be his hands. Be his feet today. Amen. Well, thank you for listening and thank you again to Candice for joining us on this week's special Easter episode of the Equip to Heal podcast. Now we're going to be starting a new feature where we're going to be recommending a book each week. But actually we're going to start this week by just saying, uh, for those of you who don't know, I've written a book. It's called We All Get to Play. And it's all about growing a culture and practice of healing in the local church. And for this week, I want to offer this at a special price of £9, including posting and packing, which uh, beats the Amazon price. Although, of course, you're welcome to buy it from there as well. Just drop me an email at equippedtohealuk at gmail.com. That's also uh, in the bio. So next week, we're actually going to be exploring the whole topic of how we can be whole brain Christians with Mike and Ruth Jones. That's another one to look forward to. May God bless you this week in Jesus' name.